What's up, guys? Welcome back to Reality, episode number three. My name is Brandon Bontiero. My name is Lily Huddleston. And today we've got an exciting, packed show for you, reviewing the second episode of The Bachelor's Listen to Your Heart. This episode was literally packed with so much drama. I don't even know how they fit it in a two-hour episode. We had a huge confrontation, which they've been building up. Honestly, I can't, that kind of is like what they're building up in the promos. I'm surprised it happened so early. And then we had four dates, multiple makeouts, and three new girls in the house. So it was a lot in a two-hour episode. A lot, of, lot to keep up with. Um, so we've got a lot of things to discuss. So I think we just kind of jump right into it. And I don't know. What, what, what did you think of the episode overall? Overall, uh, I really liked it. But at times, I felt like it was a lot to keep up with. Like I was like, oh my gosh. But something that's really bothering me is they're totally only highlighting certain characters. I've been wanting to see Gabe since the promos, and I'm upset that we haven't seen him yet. Uh, I mean, they always do that. I was actually going to say the opposite. I was going to say that I like that there was a lot going on because it means that we get to see multiple people and like different couples and different love triangles, which makes for more entertainment. So the fact that they had four different dates, the fact that there were so many different people mingling, new people coming in, I think it made for a lot more entertaining than just focusing on one or two couples like last episode. Okay, I hear that point. But also, we literally have not seen Becca and who is she with? Danny? Sure. Like, we have not seen them once. Don't really know either of those people. I would like to hear them, like, have just a few sentences come out of their mouth, you know? Why, though? Just because I would like to have an awareness of the entire house, which, Mm. by the way, the mansion is huge. (laughs) That pan out, I was like, oh my gosh, flex on them. Yeah, the the mansion looks sweet, but, uh, you know, I guess they're lucky to be the first ones in there, but I guess that's besides the point. Okay, so the first date was Jamie and Trevor, which was... Honestly, I thought this was going to be the main point of the episode, but I kind of felt like this was over and done with pretty quick. Yeah, but I was also kind of pissed because Jamie got another date. Wasn't she the first date last episode as well with Ryan? She was, but that was the focal point, and the producers probably knew that would be the focal point, so they got to play into that love triangle. Yeah, but the love triangle seemed to be squashed after she gave her rose to Trevor. So Yeah, okay, but the first date was Capitol Records and then this date they're literally playing on the side of the street and collecting <laughs> their ones. So it's not like it was like Definitely definitely they were like, "All right, let's go all out for the first episode. We're going to take them to Capitol Records. They're going to play Frank Sinatra's microphone. They're going to play John Mayer's <laughs> song in front of his producer, and then now we're just on the side of the street on yeah. the boardwalk just like your typical homeless man." Honestly, that was hilarious when they showed her counting the ones. <laughs> There's no way they, okay, there's no way she kept it, right? I don't know. They walked away. She's like 19, 20, 21. I'm like, wow, a dollar for every year you've been alive. (laughs) Oh, wow. Good one. (laughs) Pretty sure she ended up with $82. So that's a nice little. 82. I thought it was 20 something. No, I'm pretty sure she had $82. It's not like they pay for their dinner dates anyways. Like, what were you going to (laughs) do? I know, but like, can we talk, I mean, 21 year old, you got like rent to pay for. Yeah, I guess that's true. Rent's probably a bad example. We all got rent to pay I for. I wonder how but. much they get, yeah. I wonder how much they get paid for coming on this show. Well, okay. Can I can we circle back to that? Because yeah. I want to go back to the ones real quick. Okay. And just the image of this middle aged woman just coming up to them with like a one in her hand oh and dropping into a guitar. Was that like she was told to do that, right? There's no way that was just some random woman 
that ended up I on don't camera. I know. She seemed kind of random. I don't know. I... It was funny. And they were singing together and they don't sound good together, in my opinion, um, because Jamie's really awkward when it comes to yeah, Jamie, singing. Let's talk about her insecurity around like singing with men. Really interesting because the, the other people don't really seem that insecure with like singing with each other, but she seems like she needs to, she needs the rundown of what's going to happen before she opens her mouth. Have you noticed that? Like she has to talk it out before she can feel comfortable singing. So that's really interesting. We respect a planner. I'm sitting next to a, a an avid planner right next to me. I'm a big planner, but like, you know, those special moments in life, sometimes you can't plan. <laughs> you, you ready just, to just sing on the side of you, Venice Beach? You just have to let them flow. But and no, she, I don't think they sound good. She's like, she like tries to be very country. Like, I mean, country's her thing, sure, but she just like sings every song country yeah. where it's not always necessary. Trevor sounds fine, but Trevor's voice was good. Yeah, but together I don't I don't really like it. They're all both of them together just It's kinda uh, boring. Uh, boring, a little awkward. Like Jamie's kinda getting more and more awkward. Like I mm-hmm. at first I thought she was cool last episode, but this this one I was kinda like, well Yeah. Okay, so then of course while they're on their date, they bring in Natasha. Natasha. Which was Honestly, what did we hear the other day? We heard the Bachelor producers work harder than the devil. And it is so true. They are out here finding like the dirt on people left and right. I mean, these people investigate for a living. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. But we uh, we love it, right? And when Natasha walking in, we knew was going to cause some drama, stir some things up. And she didn't waste any time doing so. Yeah, she's so hot too. I'm like, you are by mm. far the most beautiful woman here. She knows it, too. You think so? Oh, my gosh. She's beautiful. Uh, I, not I not like my style. Not your style, but I think she's beautiful. She may be the oldest woman. I feel like it shows. When she was sitting down there in that group. They, How old is she? 33. Oh, okay. And they were sitting down there whenever she first came in. Like She was leading the conversation. She's like, all right, raise your hand if you're a pop singer. Raise your hand <laughs> if you're a country singer. And then, But something that kind of rubs me the wrong way was... The way she was talking about Jamie when she's like, oh, "Oh, if I just had a woman tell me as a girl about what this guy did, that would save me so much trouble. Like, that's what she was doing Oh, talking about how young she is? Right. So she's like, if I had a, like, she used the word woman when referring not to Jamie. And she's like, she's just this young, naive girl that doesn't know what she's getting into. Like, okay, sure. She's 21. But like. Chill. You're not her mother. She kept saying like, this sweet girl. Like, even when she was talking to Trevor. Yeah. So... She comes in. She's ready to spill the tea. Everyone is living for it. Everyone. I would also love to know. I would love to know the timeline. Like I know, obviously, they're gonna. The producers are gonna cut it to where they jump right to her just coming in and, mm-hmm. and saying all these things. Mm-hmm. I would love to know like the time from when she entered the mansion to when she actually started mm-hmm. saying these things. Like what what that timeline looked like because yeah, I feel like it was pretty quick. Yeah, it's also interesting because like in Paradise, generally people come in and they automatically start talking to the opposite sex, but I don't really feel like that's happened. Well, because they usually have a date card, but she didn't have a date card. Yeah, so I guess that's a good point because that stirs the the conversation. Her literal purpose was just to come (laughs) drop this news about Trevor. But in the promos, it seems like she's going to be kind of a big part. Okay, so she's telling everyone about it and then... Rudy or Becca was the one to tell Jamie whenever they get back, which I was kind of like, maybe you should have let her like, 
maybe you should have let him tell her. Well, it was hilariously awkward when they came back from the date and Natasha's like, hey, can I talk to you? And he's oh like, yeah, let me get gosh. settled. And she's like, nah, like, let's go talk now. Yeah, I didn't like that. It was too assertive for me. Oh, yeah, it was very, very awkward. But I guess in her defense, if like this is seriously a friend of yours and, you know, you want to defend their honor. This was a jerk. They broke their heart. But I got the sense that she wasn't even that close to this girl. They probably like kind of knew each other. She like told her about it when they were in the same place at the same time. And then she pr- probably hasn't talked to the girl since, you know, she didn't she, even have the dates right of how long ago, like she, they broke up. She knows what her role on this show is. Yeah, she knows. She's doing exactly that. So then her and Trevor go talk and they kind of let out whatever it is that they, that she needs to talk to him about. And that's the fact that based off of his past relationship, he lied and cheated on her. And it turns out he didn't, quote, I didn't physically cheat on her. I emotionally cheated on her. So let's talk about that. Emotional cheating. Interesting. Honestly, I would prefer, I would prefer it just to be the word cheating. I don't really think there's a need to specify. Not to, eh, I do. Not defending Trevor, but I need. But you don't need to literally put a label on it. Like they kept saying emotional cheating, emotional cheating. Like you can say like I was, I lied, like, I texted I lying, another girl, I, was... I never had sex with someone else, but like my heart was in the wrong places. Yeah. You know? Like I just don't like this category. I don't like putting it in categories. I think there's a breach of trust either way. Absolutely. But I don't think it's on the level of like physically cheating, like you said. And I and I certainly agree that emotional cheating, whatever you want to call it, is wrong yeah. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's why they're not together anymore. Right. And that's why they probably have some ill feelings towards one another. But he didn't go hook up with somebody else, which is like what a cheater is in my mind. What cracks me up is that he said, which girlfriend to? Which one? <laughs> which <Yeah>. one? <laughs> well, um, he knew he knew what was going on. He yeah. ab- Whenever she, he got sat down, his brain and he, yeah. his brain's going – and he's like, I crap, I know what she's about to say. You have to hate the producers in that moment. You have to be like, are you kidding me? Like, and I don't even know if he had any interviews. They didn't show any interviews like about him talking about Natasha or his ex-girlfriend. He was probably like, screw you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he feels, but it turned out fine. Like, they're yeah. cool. Yeah, all right. So, you know, they're having a debate. She's saying emotional cheating may be worse. I don't know if I can go as far and say physical cheating is worse than emotional cheating. I was confused, honestly, when he was saying he was emotional che- emotionally cheating. I was like, okay, what does this mean? But then he clarified it when he had the conversation with Jamie. He was like, we were texting, and I was lying about the fact that we were texting. Right. So I think that's enough to say he's a cheater. You don't think that texting another person and lying to the other person about it, the fact that you're lying it's is wrong. insinuating their wrong. wrong things. It's wrong, but I, there should be another word for it. I think connecting with someone in general on that like romantic level is cheating. Okay. Yes. I mean, yes, that is. However, we don't know what they said. I mean, if he himself is saying he's cheating, obviously their exchanges were, you know, large enough for him to call himself a cheater. Sure. No, that's fair. And then, so how do we feel about Jamie essentially talking to Trevor and being okay with it and then moving forward like everything's okay? Um, first of all, if I hear her say one more time she's been cheated on every relationship she's been in i mean she's that's you're just beating a dead horse at this point and you're young like i mean she's our age like i don't know i wouldn't say it but i do i do get the 
I do understand where she may feel like, all right, this happened a year and a half ago. This may not be like his character. Um, she's starting to really be into this guy and I've, she'd probably be really bummed out if they stopped ending their connection. She probably feels pressure. Like who else is she going to be with on the show? Ryan. (laughs) I I do see her point of view, but if she gets burned later, you know, shame on you. Yeah, I guess. Also, there's the other side of the coin that you got to think about and that's advancing your career through this show. And there's like... If she she might have been playing for the rose, like who knows? Next episode she might be like, "Hey, I'm really yeah. uncomfortable with this," but she's got a rose, and now she can give out the roses. So true. That's advancing when new new guys come in. Yeah, it's a strat. Like it's kind of a strategic. Like she's advanced her time on the show by at least two weeks. Also, it was just so anticlimactic the whole thing. Like she was like, "All right, well, I still want to pursue this. That was in the past." Just don't go on and on about how every single guy has cheated on you and then still be with a guy who has cheated on a girl, you know? Like, yeah. just don't go on and on and on about it. What would you say last time, her, her picker's off? Her picker's off. I mean, I still kind of stand by that, but I don't think Trevor is... At first, the first episode, I was like, oh yeah, Trevor's this huge player because he had been on American Idol. He was flirting with Katie. Everyone knew he had a girlfriend then. We knew he was a cheater based on the promos already. But like, he doesn't seem like that bad of a guy, you know? No, I He's think... He's not a big D-bag. I, I, I don't see a whole lot wrong with him. I, of course, the cheating is, is a big issue. But as far as the show goes, I'm glad... It kind of got squashed and like put to bed, right. and they're moving forward I because hear about it. I didn't want to watch them the entire episode. And we got to see other people like Bree and Chris on their date. Yeah. So I guess that also goes into the question of once a cheater, always a cheater. So if she believes that once a cheater, always a cheater, she shouldn't be with them. But if she actually believes people change, then, you know, ho- hopefully it goes well for them. Wishing them the best. All right. So moving on to a way more interesting couple. Brie and Chris. Uh, and you made you made fun of my first impression, Rose, last episode. It, and when I gave it to Chris, Chris is the man. And then the man himself favorited our podcast yeah, last week. Yeah, he's going to our Instagram, at Back to Reality Podcast. He's watching our stories, liking our pictures, liking our podcast. So we like him even more than we already did. So this is definitely a biased opinion. However, Chris is the man. Yeah, and Brie and Chris are... Very cute. I they, like them a lot. They're giving me like Hannah G and Dylan vibes, like just really cute. They're cuddling on the couch without all the drama right, at first. Right. Yeah. Brie isn't like a hot commodity like Hannah G was. Yeah, that's true. But she could be in the future. And also, I'm going to call it, I'm just going to go ahead and call it. Apparently, there's only one couple left standing at the end of this and they get the record deal with Capitol Records. I'm calling it, it's them too. Are you? There's a chance that one of them gets freaked out. Like maybe Brie gets freaked out because she's been engaged before. But if right now, if I had to place my bets, the last couple standing, Brie and Chris. And generally, it's the couples who formed in the beginning because they had more time to connect yeah. than the people who've like come on. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, look, I'm the one that I'm the one that threw out this Chris idea, and you and you shot it down. So I feel like I'm, okay. I owe you an apology. Thank you. You you could see Chris was a cool guy. You picked up on that. Loved it. And you were right. He's cool. And I really, really loved in the beginning his uh, interview. He was so emotional. He was so raw. He was talking about like he lost his dad. Mm-hmm. He was talking about um, just like his feelings in general. I thought it was very raw, very emotional. And also love his glasses. Such a look. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's great. Can't say can't say anything bad about him. And then so their date, they go to Guitar Center, which was really cool, actually. It was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool. And especially if you're like a musician, it's gotta be gotta be pretty cool. <laughs> gotta be cool. And they are, they're obviously looking around, and then they sit down, and they Bree throws out that song is her form of communication, right? Oh boy, not speaking song. Song, yeah. So then they start speaking in song. I don't know if I've ever communicated in that way. Didn't know it was a form of communication, but I don't know. They're transcending the normal, we could, the we, norms of relationships. We could give it a shot if you want off air. I really don't want to give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> but there, it was cute. I was, it was I really was cute. digging it. I was like, this is really kind of awkward and cringy, but it's really cute. I kept saying like they were giving me angsty teen vibes. <laughs> like they just like it felt like they like couldn't communicate themselves, and they were just like going back and forth. At first, I thought she was singing like a real song. I was so confused. See, I, I don't never know this one, but sure. Go I, ahead. And then I realized like, oh no, this is just improv. And then they throw out that they are both falling in love with one another. Question. What day are they on at this point? Maybe four. Four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Love falling them, in love. Falling in love. We can go on quite the tangent with this, with this falling topic. Falling in love. Brandon and I the other night just got into a huge debate over is love a feeling or is love a... An action and a choice. Shout out, Wes. We know you're listening, Wes. Wes was in this conversation as well. We got in it with a friend. And I'm under the impression that love is a choice and it's a continuous commitment. But being in love, feeling in love is a feeling. So saying that you're starting to fall in love with someone, while I do agree that it's probably in a normal sense a little too early, in this hyper-focused, you have one goal, one mission – they probably are starting to feel I those don't. initial feelings. But saying you're falling in love is so meaningless. Exactly. It's just That's like what I'm feelings, saying. you know? That's what I'm saying. It's pointless to say. It's pointless to say. You can, I like you. You. I'm really feeling this. Like, I'm really having a good time with you. But Great. once again, this is the bachelor precedent. This is what I'm talking about. Like, how do they know? How, how do they know to just walk up and be like, hey, can I steal you? Or why do they say these things like I'm falling in love? Either the producers are telling them, put, dropping no, Easter eggs in their ears, no. or they've just seen the show so many times that they follow suit, you know, because this is what the expectation is, kind of. I don't know. I We've seen the show many times, and if I ended up on The Bachelor, I don't know if I'd ever say I'm falling in love with you. You may. You may. But then, to, then to finish it off, they sang an Elvis song, and yeah. I was just like, are you kidding yeah, they're it, great. They can't get any better. And then they showed them like later in the house they were singing together. I was like, oh my gosh, they're perfect. Yeah, they are they're big time couple, probably the strongest couple in the house at the moment. So pulling Love them. for them yeah. hard. And I hope you're right that they are the last one standing. Okay, and then I think next was Julia and Sheridan, their date. Julia and Sheridan. So Sheridan got the date card, right? And he took right. Julia, obviously. Right. Okay. Most awkward date I've ever seen before. Well, I don't know. So I am in the boat that these two aren't going to last. I'll kind of just throw oh, that out no, there. Oh, no, 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 no. But they're, I mean, like, they're singing. They're singing together at school. But, like, the radio show, of course you're going to be awkward. Of course. Like, when they're asking you, have you kissed other people? Yeah, that's so that's weird. That's so weird. But that's like, so weird. You can't kind of, you really can't avoid that. Um, and then, of course, Sheridan comes back saying that they had the best time ever. And Julia's like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, she said something like, while I definitely appreciate the attention, it's kind of a little too much right now. I'm like, okay. Did any, she say that? Yeah. Any girl that says they appreciate the attention but is not into you. 
Because if you're really into someone, you love the attention. You want that attention. You don't want their attention to go to other people. Oh, it's she's cl- not into them. It's clear. And then if it weren't clear enough, she, when they get back to the mansion, she says, hey, Sheridan, I kind of want to explore things with Brandon. <laughs> right. And I really like Sheridan, actually. Sheridan's cool. Yeah, he's, he's cool. And I really Whatever. liked Julia at first, but I'm getting the sense that she may go off the wagon a little bit in the next few episodes. Yeah, I kind of like Julia still. I'm, I'm cool with her still. I, I'm calling it. I think next episode we may see a little bit of a, maybe a cat fight. I don't know. Something's going to go down. I can see it in yeah, her yeah, eyes. Yeah, for sure. And I just feel bad for Sheridan uh, in advance because of what I know is going to happen. And that's that they don't end up together. And he's not going to be the one to break up with Julia. No, as in we didn't look at spoilers. We just are that good at predicting what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's even for that. clarification. I don't even know if that's that good. I feel like that's kind of written it's on the wall. It's kind of obvious, yeah. Body language 101. Okay, so then there's more new girls coming in, too. We have Mar- Mariana. Mariana. Yeah, sh- hot. A Mar- babe. Mariana. Is that, like, a reference I'm supposed to get? No, it's just my Spanish, like, roll my R. Mariana. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> then there's also Ruby Jane. Ruby Jane was her name. Not much to say about Ruby Jane. Except that she said purple she... Purple hair. She, did she have purple hair? Oh, yeah. She did say that she has oh, yeah. slept with like all of Austin, Texas. This is like a line these girls are using. Someone right. else said that she before said it too. She said it's Brandon, right? No, yeah, I think it was yeah. Brandon, and she was like, "Yeah, I have this reputation." Of oh, she sleeping. thought she knew him from no, somewhere. No, it was a joke. Oh, okay, it was okay. Because she asked if he had ever been to Austin. He said one time for a bachelor party, and she goes, "Oh, I have this reputation for oh, sleeping with okay, everybody okay. that comes to Austin for bachelor parties." And I Brandon's didn't pick like, up oh, on the sarcasm. That's where I knew you from. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Okay. So. Funny. Yeah, not much to say about that. And then there, who's the other girl? I hold on. Oh, um, Natasha. Oh yeah, yeah Natasha. Just the three of those. So three girls. So I've. Uh, it was kind of strange. I feel like, I feel like those girls should have come in with power and like had dates, right? Yeah, that's how it would have been in Paradise, and I kind of agree with that too because like that's what mixes things mixes things up because then they she gets to pick like say mm-hmm. like a Brandon who's in like a love right. like rectangle, mm-hmm. and or somebody that. like Orion or like even like a Trevor, like people like this. And think that's when stuff gets stirred up. Yeah. And you kind of saw it whenever Natasha came in, like you have to disrupt the dynamic that's currently in the house. Otherwise, like they're not accepting, you know, like they come in and it was awkward. You could just tell people are kind of like the girls are like, oh, this new girl. And the guys are like, you're hot, but they're probably feeling nervous about you know, breaking whatever's going on in their relationship. So I agree. I wish these girls who came in did have date cards. Maybe we'll see that change, but I don't know. I I will talk about it, but I get the sense that they're trying to get the dates in so mm-hmm. they can get to like the sinking portion of the show. Yeah, it looks like we have a preview that next week there's going to be some sort of competition, which I'm pretty excited about. So I think they're like they're trying to force the coupling up so that the couples can perform together. So we saw another couple after that the new girls came in when Savannah and Brandon went on their date to that jazz club, which was uh, forgettable, to yeah. say the least. I don't know. But I will say, loved their duet. They were really hot yeah, together. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Great song, Fever. I mean, they were both really hot. I love that he's a vet. I forgot that, like, yeah. that was him, his yeah. intro, he's, you know? And he's older, too. He's 34, I think. Yeah, I really like them together as a couple, but... I don't under, he has been the hot topic of the house. I mean, he's the king of, he's the king of listen to your heart. Just something about Brandon's. I don't know. Something about Brandon's. Are you going to make that joke every week? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so we have three <laughs> girls 
I think Mariana may have said that she was into Brandon as well. So maybe four. But we have Savannah, Julia, and Mel. And uh, he makes out with every one of them. I'm just like, do you do the other people know they're making out? This mansion's so big. I guess they have so many places to go. Yeah, I don't know. I I think they have an idea. Like whenever, because you could see, I believe it was Sheridan and Savannah talking at mm-hmm. one point, and they were like, "Oh, where's oh, Brandon and Julia? They, they were, were together." Them. So like, yeah, they're gonna assume that stuff's going on. Yeah. However, uh, regarding Mel and their makeout, uh, I think it was clear that Mel wasn't. What who Brandon was going to go with? Oh, so clear. So you're he's you're never going to go with the person who's like seems a little desperate, a little emotional. Like she seemed that way to me. Julia did as well, but I guess he didn't yeah. Go with her. But Julia had a different. Julia almost did it with more sex appeal, you know. Well, that's just a preference thing. <laughs> yeah, but just the, you. No, not necessarily. Like I feel like some people just have sex appeal, you know. Yeah, sure, I get that, but but yeah, Brandon and Mel, I knew weren't going to be a thing, but he's kind of in this love, yeah, rectangle at this point. If him and three others, that's four people, um, or love square, however you want to, however you want to define that. And there were so many makeouts at that cocktail party. So we have him with every single one of those girls, minus minus Mariana. We don't know that. They made out. Yeah, Mariana wasn't... I don't think, I think we saw she, her. I think she said, like, the one time we saw her, she said that she thought Brandon was cute. Oh, sure. The one time we saw her. But, okay, so then there's Natasha and Ryan, and I was really interested Whoa. who was going to... Okay, so, yes, yeah, so let's let's pause here for a second, because Ryan wasn't shown... Oh, you're right, not at all. ...the entire show, and Mm-mm. obviously it was a focal point last episode. He Mm-mm. seemed like he was just sulking the entire time, and, like, he wasn't, like, trying to connect, at yeah, least from what we saw. Yeah, he was just having a good point. He was, like, trying to ride it through to the next... In the next week when um, they have the power. Oh, wait, and no, they do have the power. Has the power now. All right, so I have no idea why he was acting was like just, that. But then, but then Natasha comes up to him, and Natasha's trying to make moves, and boy, did she make a move. She, okay. That reminds me of, like, a teacher. I'm going to gag. Yeah, that reminds me of, like, a teacher and her... Student? Her student. Like, I don't know. It's a very weird dynamic. He seems so young and, like, inexperienced or something compared to her i don't even know if it's that i think i think ryan's just kind of like he probably hasn't had all this attention before like yeah he's really? a good, i know that's what i'm saying i think he's a good looking guy and like he knows he's a good looking guy but he refers to himself as a nerd and like he kind of i feel like may keep to himself so he may hasn't like sure he's had girlfriends whatever sure he but, just like, knows he's never, his brand it doesn't mean that he like I don't doesn't know. own it he's like oh my gosh i mean i didn't think you'd like me i'm such a nerd <laughs> and tasha's like I like nerds. Oh my gosh. I can't take these impressions anymore. <laughs> and then they just, she attacks them and they are just sucking each other's faces. Like when you say the the, the, the term sucking face, that's what they were doing. It was the grossest thing I've ever seen. But you know, he kind of did that with Jamie because I remember when they were making out last episode, I thought the exact same thing. And then Rudy and Ryan make out as well and it was the exact same look is so it, the so common denominator here is ryan is i hate to say you, it is this how you do it when look again not in the game won't be in the game you just you and i but is this how you kiss in the real world where you just open your mouth just do, like immediately yeah. you don't you just just go in like let us know in the gun, comments if that's how you make out with people <laughs> A mouth open or not. Um, yeah, so, and everything between Rudy and Ryan was just so awkward. They were like, let's make this less awkward by kissing. That doesn't make it less awkward. That's bulletproof idea. You know, last week when you asked me, 
isn't it weird for guys to ask girls to like kiss you? Right. I've established that yes, it is weird. Thank you. And there is a way to do it without directly asking that is still almost asking permission, but it's doing it in a fun, flirty way. Yeah. And what they did, basically saying, let's make it not awkward by kissing, doesn't make it less awkward. Both of them were not feeling it. And then afterwards, they cut to Rudy emotional and like crying about the fact that- So weird. So, she kissed him. Yeah. She was so distraught about it. She's like, it just, there wasn't an emotional connection. Why did I do that? Yeah, she was scrambling. She was scrambling. She she knew she was kind of on the outs and needed a rose. And True. Okay, that's a good perspective. But yeah, but she, it, was, it was just hilarious how they went from making out to she was like curled up and then she was crying because she didn't like it. Yeah, and then they show something with like her and Matt. And it was a very aggressive exchange. I thought she slapped him in the face, but I guess she didn't actually. No, I think she just said it. Or no, he said it. He was like, you're Her not going to slap me in the face. Her hand definitely like, okay, but it was like a joke. I, I honestly have no idea what she's about. It was a very aggressive, weird exchange, but I guess that worked for them. Like all this built up drama, you know, with like Jamie and Trevor and now Rudy and Matt, just for them to be okay. I'm like, ugh. But I guess that's how real relationships work. Yeah, sure. You got to argue it out. Rudy and Matt won't last. No, no, no. Rudy is kind of a wild one. Don't dislike her, but... Mm, Wow, not not surprised there. Yeah, she's kind of... What does that mean? I just... That's the very first impression I got of her. Okay, so let's go... Let's go back before we go to the the rose ceremony couples. Let's go back to Julia, Brandon, and Sheridan. Okay. I don't feel like we've really discussed that love triangle. No, sure. Let's let's hit on it. What do you want to... What do you want to hit on? I... I agree, and even Sheridan knows it, that he is not the normal guy she would go for. I 100% agree with that. Correct. And Brandon probably is more of the at least physical appearance like type of guy she would go for. Correct. But if you know that, I just wish they wouldn't leave the pe- like lead the people on. But also, she seems so desperate to Brandon. And then after the, you know, after the roses were given out, they had that little exchange, and I was just like, ugh, I don't like it. Yeah, she's, she, I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than she's obviously not in it all the way with Sheridan and there's something that's drawing her to Brandon and it's gonna, it's gonna ruin things for her because I think she's gonna leave alone. Yeah, I would agree. If this is the way it's heading for her, I don't think Brandon will choose her. Savannah's just like so much more cool, calm and collected. I feel like that's the girl you're gonna go with if you don't know them that well. See, I don't get the impression that Julia isn't those things. Like I didn't get, I don't get like basket case vibes from her. I get she just like came mm. on the show to find what she's looking for. She doesn't know she's getting it with Sheridan, so she wants to explore it with Brandon, who she had a connection with. I don't see a problem with what she did. I'm calling it next week. You're gonna change your opinion. I have a feeling next week, maybe the week after, but honestly, you're there, just big, there's you're not just enough big time. on calling your shots over here. This is calling your shots. I episode. just want everyone to know that I was you right. Just be right. I want to be right. I just want everyone to know that I called it when it happens. You got to call it like you see it. I called it like I saw it with Chris, and now you're jumping on board, so you can't take credit for that one. I didn't try. Okay, so then the rose ceremony couples. We have Trevor and Jamie, bleh. Anything else to say about them? No, no. No, on, nothing. On to them. Bree and Chris. Bree and Chris, so cute. I loved that they were the first ones. It's just so, so weird to me that they're like waiting and yeah. all huddled up. Yeah, you made a comment while we were watching it and said, I, this is the worst part. Like, I hate this part so much. I'm like, I don't get why Because it's do. just so weird. They're like, who's it going to be? Like, they don't already know. They Some of them they don't already know. Uh, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. 
Um, and then Matt and Rudy kind of touched on them. Natasha and Ryan. Uh, if we have to see them make out again, we're just we're just sitting here looking at a picture of the two of them together, and they look like they don't belong together at no, all. No, she just she's too mature for him, in my opinion. They're just. Something seems wrong. She's just got housewife vibes, like not really? like, like she is a she's a boss woman. What do you mean by that? You mean like like, like Beverly what? desperate how Beverly desperate <laughs> housewife? Yeah, like the real housewives of like New Jersey. Yeah, she yeah, seems yeah. like a like a New Jersey girl. She might even be from New York, New Jersey. And she's just got like this like hard. She has a hardcore vibe for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. scary. It's scary. <laughs> not all men find confident women intimidating, Brandon. Well, confidence <laughs> in that is is different. Um, okay, and then then Danny and Becca, who Ooh. we literally haven't seen at all. I feel like they would be a cute couple if they would show us. No, I don't care. There was something on their Instagram of like a deleted scene of them, and it was like actually pretty cute. I I wish they would show them a little bit. Maybe okay. you'll get your wish and you'll get your wish. Okay. Um, and then Savannah and Brandon. Okay, obviously. and this was. Can we talk about this real quick? Because this was played up to be. Like the most suspenseful rose of the night, when it was very clear. Who, no, who Julia and Sheridan were. This was Julia and Sheridan. Remember, you were like, obviously, it's going to Julia. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 But also, obviously, it was going to Savannah from Brandon. Like, yeah. I don't think that was. I, I really didn't doubt that one bit. Yeah. So then Sheridan and Julia, and he, he was like reluctant. He was like Julia, you know, like and she we was knew. like crying, and then she, and then we'll talk about it after because then what the last one was Gabe and Ruby, so that one was. This one was funny just because the only thing we saw her say was that she sleeps with everyone in Austin who's doing like a bachelor party, and then the only thing we've seen of Gabe is him talking about like his his faith and stuff. So we thought that was funny. Yeah, it was funny, but then okay, so then Julia- but who are we to judge? No, we're not. Yeah, and then Julia and Sheridan get back to the little posse. Down the hallway with the rest of the crew. And Julie and Brandon talk and like hug. And Brandon says what? Brandon says, at like least you're still like here. you're still here so we can figure this out. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. I'm getting like. He knows exactly what he's doing. I'm getting like married men vibes from him, you know? Ooh, yeah. Like he's kind of just like, like he's kind of stringing her on. And like someone like Julia who thinks, I don't know. I don't even know if it's someone like Julia. A lot of people in that situation will be like, there's hope. And this kind of goes back to that that fundamental concept that we talked a lot about, Peter, was like, okay, what's healthy and what is like fighting for something that you care about and like fighting for something because you want it and you're that type of person or fighting to stay in something that's unhealthy and wrong. And I kind of feel like that's what this is going to turn into. Like, I think he's going to lead her on a lot. You know, I and she's like, is. there's hope, there's hope. Like, why would you even say that? It's obvious you're both still in the house. Like, obviously you're both there. You're just giving her hope because <laughs> he wants to keep his options open. Yeah, And he went the entire he, he went the entire episode like, I'm into you. I want to keep my options open. Nah, I'm into Savannah. Now I'm going to make out with Julia. Like, oh my gosh. I will say he is pretty, at least from what we've seen, he is pretty clear about what his intentions are, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he straight up told Julia, like, yeah, I'm probably going to pick gonna Savannah. Spend, yeah. Cool. So, you know, I guess we can't really hate on him that much, but... Uh. No, but there's a reason that he has these girls, like, holding out for him because he is giving them that hope. Like, yeah. he could shut the door like Sheridan would or, like... Yeah. make a decisive decision. Chris would, yeah, and just, like, this is who I'm with. But I guess he doesn't know them well enough. Like, if this was in the real world, wow, it would shocker. be okay. Four days in. Yeah, exactly. Go... Honestly, good for Brandon. 
Yeah. I don't really love him, but good for Brandon. I don't know. Okay, so then who goes home? We have Mel. She goes home. Mel is the only one that we really actually saw that goes home. Um, Poor Mel. Sorry, Mel. Cheyenne. We literally didn't see anything about her. Don't know how she sounds. Honestly, I'm concerned Gabe is going home based on, like, he's getting the same edit that she got, you know, and now she's out the door. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with that. You just like Gabe's intro, but that's I just it. like him in general. You haven't seen him, though. I, well, I follow his Instagram. Oh, shout out, Gabe. And he just posted a really sweet thing about his mother passing away. Oh. He, like, posted a worship song on Easter that he wrote. Yeah, I really like, like Gabe. Him. Anyways. It's wish, not the show for him. Wish we would see him some more. And um, then Mariana. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She was really cute. I'm surprised about that one, but I guess it's how it goes. All right, so let's hand out our roses yep. of the night. So last episode, we gave out our first impression, our first and worst impression roses. So moving on, we're just going to give out our rose for the night. Obviously, this is like a good rose. Like mm-hmm. we like this person, rose. Mm-hmm. So you wanna you wanna go for it? You wanna kick it off? Um, I would like you to kick it off. <laughs> I don't think I know who mine goes to. I need to look again. Well, I'm gonna be boring, and I'm gonna give it to Chris. Well, I was thinking I was going to give it to Chris. I let you go first if you wanted it, but... You, you know gave- what? I think that he would probably reject yours and take mine. Ooh. Probably because he's not into men, first and foremost, but besides that, he'd probably take mine. Uh, I'm going to disagree, considering last episode I was on the Chris train and you said, Chris? I don't even know who Chris is. In reality, though, the producers would decide who who... Who he ends up with because they would choose who calls out the roses first. Well, we are not in a producer world here in the Back to Reality podcast world. So my my rose my rose goes to Chris and Chris accepts. Thank you, Chris. My rose would also go to Chris, but Oh, give if, me another person. I should have gone first. I don't know. No one else really like stood out to me. You said you like Sheridan. I do like Sheridan. What about Maybe I'd give it to Brie, just because she's on the other side right. of that relationship. Chris and Brie. Love Make it. more sense for us to switch. No, but I like Chris better. All right. <laughs> That's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Go follow our Instagram at Back to Reality Podcast um, for all the latest news and updates regarding our podcast. Um, let us know in the comments some things you like, dislike, want to hear, things of that nature. Uh, feel free to interact with us because we will interact with you. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Tuesday. Peace.